welcome to the Breaking Wax Podcast. All right, welcome back. This is uh, season three, episode two of the Breaking Wax Podcast. I'm Don, and today we have Mike, Michael, or he's better known as Daddy Rips on Instagram. What's up, man? How's it going? How you doing? I'm good. I, I appreciate you coming on. I really do. Um, I, you know, I, I don't know if you've listened to the podcast or, or you've seen, like, I, I usually have, like, a wide range of people in the hobby, not just cards, but collectibles, too. Um, LCSs, people that rip. But your your businesses, you guys rip. Um, you do breaks or you just rip personals? Uh, we do mostly breaks uh, on Instagram. By the way, thank you for having me on. I have heard uh, George One of One actually he was the one that told me to get on on this podcast. He was like, "Got got to reach out to him. Great guy." I was like, "All right, cool." So uh, yeah, uh, we started out as a break channel, big time break channel, um, breaks only. Really, like when we first started, it was just hustling, wheeling, and dealing, trying to fill breaks uh, however we can, and then started doing more personals as we kind of went along um but it's it's a mixture of both so i got you so have you, are you um a traditional card collector so when i say that i don't know there's not too many people that have been collecting their whole lives like um i collected as a kid then i discovered girls in sports so i, <laughs> I stopped i stopped collecting you know what i mean and then it was like uh trey and lucas rookie year i was like man i, I really like these two guys i wonder what cards are doing and then i got back into cards and then Shortly, we had the pandemic and things exploded. Um, so then that's how I kind of got back into it. Have you always been into collecting oh, cards? Or? I, uh, my dad actually got me into collecting. Our My first, I we would buy Kobe's and stuff back in the day, um, like 97, 98. And then around 99, Brady, uh, Brady was on, we're, I'm a big Michigan fan, big Tom Brady okay. fan. And uh, so... I'll never forget. He like came home one day and he had like 20 Brady rookie cards, but they were his, his Michigan rookie card. I can't remember. I, the, I can't remember what the brand was. That It was like a weird, like it was like Fleer, but I can't remember. Yep. what the. Uh, and so he was like, yeah, I got these all like, we're, we're going all in on Brady. And, and I think he picked them up like for five cents each, like something wow. just stupid. And so from there I was like, just totally like into it, like the foot, especially football. I was mainly football when it first started and we would go to every single weekend. We would go to LCSs or shows or just anywhere they were selling cards. And we were just, man, we were just crazy, crazy. I mean, I want to say fanatics, like we were fanatics of just like opening boxes, ripping packs, going through singles. Like, and what's crazy is like, I tell people, I'm like, we never sold, like we never sold. Right. We, we just hoarded and hoard and just bought up and bought up and bought up and people would be like hey do you want to trade for that I'd be like no i'm not trading i'm not selling <laughs> like i just i love my cards like i have we i have a weird connection with my cards like i hate like people are like uh do you want to trade for you know i want that card i'm like i don't know man i pulled it myself i graded it myself like i have a weird connection so so yeah so in night so 2000 was really like the the big start and I, I'd say it was the same thing with me as you. Like I, in 2000, I was eighth grade. Yeah, eighth grade. And then I collected from like eight, nine, 10, 11 till like senior year. Like actually, uh, like right before senior year, that's when like girls, sports, like right. other things just started taking over. I, I got, you know, I went off and played college baseball. So I kind of faded off into the, the hobby for a good 10, 12 years. 
after high school. But then that was the same thing with me. Like the, the Luca and the Trey started that, the, the hype around cards started coming back around right. and that's like kind of brought me back into the fold. So. So do you, do you have a big PC now or, or do you just kind of. I have a collection. Yeah. Uh, I do a lot of Bowman prospecting. I have some here and there. I tell people it's, it's hard as like the way we handle our break channel and, and people can see like you can come, like I do a lot of like, if someone does a personal and gets just absolutely railed on a box, I throw them a card or I throw in a slab, or if they go through a half a case and they have six, seven boxes in a row and just get teared up. I'll just, I won't even tell them. I'll just write a note on a slab, you know, two, $300 slab, put it in their package. Like, sorry, you got crushed. Like take this, you know? Yeah. Um, I just did a bounty, which it's, Every time I bounce, like, I don't know if you do, you, do, you, do you know, are you familiar with like how like bounties work on breaks? Yeah. Okay. So I usually do like, I'll do like a super fractor, a red or a gold or an orange, like bounty. Hey, if we hit one of these, I'll, I'll give away a slab. Well, the other night we hit, I gave away like three slabs. I, we hit a red, wow. we hit an orange and we hit a super fractor. So I was just like, and I, one of the slabs was like a $500 uh, Sapphire red, uh, Brennan Davis is a PSA. Right. So I, I get cards, but then I, I, and everybody, I just end up, I end up either giving them away, doing, doing giveaways. We do a lot of giveaways. Every like two or 3,000 followers we hit, we try to do giveaways. We do like right. big, um, I call them deal or no deal giveaways for people. So, um, so yeah, we, I have personally, I have like the cards where I'm like not moving these, you know, some, some Herbert, some Tatis, Braid, like Brady's and Trout's. And and the Kobe's are completely off limits. Like right. I'll never sell those. Like I, never. My my dad actually has all the Trouts and most of the Brady's for the most part, just because he knows if they're here. And I like, I'm like, ah oh, shoot, man, this guy just spent like four right, grand. Right. Like I'm gonna throw him a Brady slab. Just yeah. So he usually has all those. Um, but I I do the Bowman prospecting. Um, cons we're constantly. I'm looking. I look at stats on my phone. Like it's like same, it's like same, yeah. it's crazy. It's I'm like oh I haven't I haven't checked this guy in a while and I check and I'm like I screenshot it I send to my buddies like oh dude this guy's raking like how is this guy not the big right you know so um so that yeah so I I I love and I love going to shows and sometimes I'll I'll, I'll go to shows just I'll do deals just to make a deal like I know right. I'm, like, eh, I'm getting I'm the same way yeah you know I like I did a deal at the Del Mar show a few weeks ago and i know i was like it was like a 400 difference but it was like a four thousand dollar deal on these cards right. and i was just like i don't care man I, I want this card it was a kobe it was a kobe rookie card so i was like i don't care i want the card so um so yeah that's that's kind of kind of how how i operate um but i'm i get so attached to cards i get attached to cards that we pull for people like right. i'll pull a card big card they get graded and then they'll tell me hey i sold that card and i'm like oh man like you sold right. it like because i'm and especially the baseball i get like because i feel like it's a part of me you know so right is um so the bigger i mean so as far as the ripping goes like i feel like you guys are consistent with like showcasing the hits you guys get like you said the red the orange the golds is it for you guys is a little bit of luck you think or is it just a pure numbers game just because of the sheer volume that you guys are ripping yeah i you know what really bothers me not bothers me i shouldn't i, sh I shouldn't say that but 
when people come in and go, man, you guys are on fire. And I'm like, like, but like, are we like, right. if everybody had the same amount of wax and we're all sitting at the same table or all sitting down and there's 20 breakers and we all have the same amount of box, we all rip right. like it. Is it like, is it, is it pure luck or is it like, just like you said, like numbers thing? Like, I don't know. It's, it's so hard to tell because some nights, like the first night when 2022 Bowman came out, we did eight cases of jumbo. Wow. The other night we did two and a half cases and we had more hits in the two and a half cases than we did the eight cases. Right. And that was a mixture. That was a case of hobby, a case of jumbo, and then like a, a little bit of each case. And I told, I was telling my buddy, I, my, my business partner, his name's Matt, but his nickname is, or his name is Sle- uh, Sleevy Wonder okay. on Instagram. So I told Sleevy, I was like, like dude there's nights sometimes where we rip a third of what we would a third of what we normally do but have more hits it's just it's just pure it's so it's just luck of the draw especially with tops i don't know if you know this like there's no rhyme or reason with tops no rhyme i've seen cases with 10 oranges and i've seen cases with no oranges i've seen cases with six golds and i've seen cases with no golds there's no like people come in and go oh has a gold been hit in this case i'm like dude if that's how you're thinking, if that's how you're no, yeah. yeah, I'm like, you can't you go, go to Panini, go chase your snake skins and your zebras and you go there because yeah. you'll, I'll tell you a quick story. And I, I love that. I tell this story all the time. We were ripping 2020 Bowman jumbos. I ripped a half a case. We did a half case break in four boxes. We hit uh, a wit, a JDOM and a Volpe auto, right? Wow. Everyone. The case is dead. The case is dead. Nobody wanted him. Nobody with the whole night. I'm like, anybody want to break? They're like, no, that case is dead. The three big chases came out. Someone came in the room, didn't even ask. It said, uh, just, just I'll, I'll rip the other four boxes. He hit three wit autos in four boxes. Wow. And I tell people, wow. and I was yelling at him. I'm like, you sons of bitches. I was so, I was like, what right. are you doing? I'm like, right. There's, so, could it could have been completely dead? Yeah, could have, but like I said, you just don't know. No, that's a know. good point. Yeah, especially with tops. I I did three um, jumbo breaks with my buddy Eric. I was telling you about uh, Insta trading cards, and I think only one of the and they're all jumbo breaks. And I was chasing the Yankees guys. I like Cabrera. I know a lot of people are high on Sweeney. I like Cabrera, but uh, yeah, only one of the case breaks I had, I got two Cabrera, and I don't think I hit anything else. And, and that was in three cases, but I. I'm okay with that because it's like I could have bought a couple of boxes myself and got yeah. nothing, but at least I went through three cases and got a couple of hits, you know what I mean? But yeah, you never with, with Bowman, it's like the, the PSA, you just don't know. The PSA 10 Wander base chrome, base chrome autos right now are $4,000. Like, so people are like, I, like, I know it's a long, it's the long game, but you know, imagine ripping that stuff. You know the the, the water boxes were 180 bucks. But imagine, you know cra- yeah, yeah. Well, I, was, I was gonna say what's crazy is like everyone was complaining about the run on um, series one, you know, and how that wander card might be like the most overproduced card. I I've ripped a ton of retail. Like if I'm in Walmart and there's like tops retail, I'll grab a couple yeah. banger packs, blaster boxes, whatever it is, just to like open. I haven't hit a single retail wander in any, <laughs> which is like mind blowing to me. So. Yeah. I, when when S one came out, it did a couple of case breaks, case breaks. But I I chased after all the SPs, so I bought a bunch of SPs and sent them off the PSA. They should be popping any day now. But yeah, that was me. I just so what you I 
I just want to hit on you said you played college baseball. Where did you play ball at? Um, I bounced around, but I mainly played in uh, you're gonna you're gonna laugh. Uh, North Dakota, uh, Bismarck, North Dakota. I played for the University of Mary. It was a Division two school. Okay. So, and then my business partner, uh, he actually played at UCR, uh, U- oh, wow. uh, UC Riverside. He yeah. played there for three years with Joe Kelly, um, who's now on the White Sox. Right. We're, we're like really, we're actually close to Joe Kelly. I shouldn't say close, but we like we know we know Joe Kelly. Right. Um, and then um, he actually played. He got drafted by the Marlins, um, my business partner. And he played. He went all the way. He played with Stanton, um, Jose Fernandez, all those wow. guys in the minors. So he went all the way to AAA. And then um, around he was like 26, 27, still in AAA. That's when he got he actually got cut. But um, yeah, so he actually played against like Stanton as like you know, the little inner squad scrimmage games and stuff. So he right. knew about, he knew about Stanton before anybody. He was telling me, he's like, this guy hits the ball so hard, so far. It, he said, when he hits it, it sounds like a, uh, like a shotgun went off in the stadium. He's like, this guy's going to be the deal. And so, uh, and I, and that was when he was Mike Stanton. Do you remember that? Right. Yep. Yeah. 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 So, um, but yeah, so he played. So that's why we have such of like, we have such a love for the bait for baseball side of things because we've played it. We know how it works. We know the ins and outs. We know like all these people are f- f- like freaking out, like selling selling all these cars right now. I'm like, I'm like, do you guys go back and look at the April to June splits on a lot yeah. of these players that are on the East Coast? They're playing. If you ever played baseball. You hated hitting when it was cold. It hurt yeah. your hands. It stung. Nothing ever hit came off the bat pure. <clears throat> the balls didn't fly. Like all these old things. Like I've told people, I'm like, Bobby Witt hit 220 in April, Mayish, uh, April, Mayish last year. Same thing with Volpe. Like these guys, they they in mid to late uh, May is that's when they started really tearing things up. And as you see, Bobby oh, was right. starting to. With starting to come around, he's he's hitting the ball more, you know. So it's you know Julio, Julio's coming around. He just had four four games, so it's people just don't they don't see that. They just see like the, the knee jerk reactions to things with these baseball players. So well, I think it's just I think it's like a generational. This is where I'm showing my age, right? I think everything is just an instant gratification. Yeah, everything has to be instant nowadays. And we talked about it before. It's like. Um, with Tatis, Acuna, um, Soto, those that doesn't happen all the time with baseball players. You never no. come up in your twenty, like early twenties. You don't make it to major league baseball and stay there. That's a rarity, and I think people are just spoiled. Like I, I didn't think Witt was going to get called up this year, even though he was on fire last year. But I was like, yeah, he's so young. <laughs> There's so much to learn between single, double, and triple A, and then making it in the major league baseball is a whole different animal. Yeah, and people don't real and people don't realize that. I mean, I think the Mariners organization kind of sucks. Like, I don't know what they're doing. Clinic just up and down, up and down. But I, know, maybe, I, but I haven't, I haven't been paying attention. So maybe rightfully so, he's been going up and down. But I don't, I don't know. I think what I don't know. This is how this is how I view the Kelnick situation is like. He came up, he wasn't hitting. They moved him down in the lineup. They were just like bounce him around the lineup. They sent him back right. down, and he came back, and they did the same thing. It's like. They, they started doing it with wit. They started like 
your leadoff, your seventh, your sixth, your like that really screws with people's heads. Like right. you want to know, like, hey, I'm the leadoff or I'm the six hole guy. Like I know, you know, um, same thing happened with me in high school. Like I was struggling my senior year. I used to, I was a leadoff, which is so crazy. I was a first baseman, leadoff, and led the team in steals. It's like no first, I don't think any first baseman leads the team in steals. Right. And um and and I was struggling a little bit in the beginning and, I, and they moved me to the nine hole. And that messed my head up even more. I'm like, nine hole, like this is terrible. You know, as a high schooler, you're thinking I'm the ninth worst hitter on the team. I wasn't right. thinking like, no, I'm the second leadoff, you know, whatever. So, um, so yeah, I think that the Kelnick situation is just like either give them, just stick them and let them work through it or, or, you know, cut, either cut your losses with them. I don't know. So, I think, I mean, I think it's, it's tough because um, even like Perdomo, where Arizona started off completely flat, and he's picking it up a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, he was like barely hitting a hundred for the first better part of 20, 30 games. So it's uh, yeah, you just never know. Like I'm a Yankees fan, so like I'm I'm glad the Yankees are sticking it through with Glaber and kind of letting them stay, yeah, and figuring it out. But I mean, and people forget the guy's only twenty five years old. He's already been a two time All Star. I mean, the hobby's kind of forgotten about him a little bit, and I'm okay with that. I'll keep buying Glaber for now. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's yeah. just uh, it's tough because people just want these guys to be instant MVPs, and it just doesn't work that way. The Sotos, Trouts, Tati, Tati just needs to stop getting hurt. Um, Riding motorcycles or scooters. Man, that's wild, man. I, <laughs> it's so it's so crazy. I guess you feel invincible at some point, you know, but. Well, uh, the crazy part was, I don't know if you caught when they asked him about it. He was when they were like, Which when did you crash the scooter? And he was like, Which one? And I was like, Oh, that was not the right answer. Like, I don't know who your your PA is, but that was the wrong answer for sure. I'm just surprised that they even let him ride a scooter. Um, oh, I know. So I'm I'm from Jacksonville, Florida, and uh, and like Blake Bortles is a good buddy of mine, so he was like, He couldn't. He couldn't go. He wasn't supposed to go surfing. He couldn't ride a skateboard. Like there was like a giant list of stuff he was like yeah. absolutely not allowed to do and avoid his contract. So I'm surprised at this point the Padres aren't like Tatis. You can either walk places or get in the car, and that's it. I, if I was the Padres, I would have someone on his ass 24 seven. Oh, like, easily. This is the this is the Padres rep for, and he's going to be. He's going to live with you. He's going to like travel with yeah. you. Like. Like just to make sure you're doing the right thing, and I think as a player too, I'd be like, "That's cool. I, I, I can, you know, I can agree with that." You know, no, I, a hundred percent, and that's uh, even like with uh, switching sports, but like the whole situation with Zion, who knows what his weight was at some point? But I just feel like if you're the Pelicans, you'd be like, "Hey, you're our franchise. Here's yeah. your nutri- nutritionist. Here's <laughs> your chef. Here's your personal trainer. What? This is not going to happen again." You can't let this happen. I so, wish I had that sort of like luxury, like like a chef, a personal train, like all that stuff. Like I I struggle myself. Like I I try to just do pushups every day. Like all right, I'm just do pushups every day. Like just to right, stay right. some you know run or do a bike or whatever. I'm like man, I wish I had someone like hovering over my shoulder, telling me, kicking me in the ass, telling me to get in shape and stay thin, <clears> and stay fit. You know, well, I mean, or just paying you millions of dollars to play sports. You know what I mean? Yeah, you right. Think yeah, you think that'd be motivation enough? But Gosh, I, man, it's so crazy. I I told this story before, like with football players. I don't know if baseball and basketball is this crazy, but we had a friend, a mutual friend, that he was a lineman for the Jags, and uh, 
he was like stressed out because uh, at practice they're making him drink like a 2000 calorie shake, like every two hours. So, and then, uh, so he would practice, they, they'd weigh him before practice, drink a shake, then in between breaks, drink a shake, eat the meal, drink more shakes all day long. Jeez. And they were just like, you have to hit this weight. That's where we want you at. Yeah. And it was just like never ending for him. He said it was like just a complete nightmare. And he was just like, I don't even know if I can hit that weight with playing every day, two yeah. days and everything else, you know? So it's like, I was really surprised at that. I was just like, I didn't think they had that much control, but then, you know, if they're paying you millions of dollars, then I guess there's an expectation there. Yeah. I remember like the Jeff, when Jeff Saturday retired, like the net, he retired he was a big dude. And then yeah. the next time we saw him, he looked like a totally different person. And yeah, a lot of those linemen. Like, I think he even said, like, well, this is what happens when I'm off like the cakes and all like the, the just the junk that I'm just I'm just trying to keep the weight on, right. you know, as much as possible during the season. So I'm like, and that's just so wild. There's, your body's gotta be just like, you know, that's so gotta be so unhealthy, obviously, for for the for the linemen, especially just to constantly be just shoving, you know, they're I'm I'm guessing they're their their intake is like six thousand calories a day just to keep that sort of. I would say even more. Yeah, because they're more. burning. What are they burning yeah. a day? You know, at mm-hmm. practice, I mean, you know, two a days in the weight room, like all this stuff. So it's just yeah. wild. I mean, they're abnormally large human beings too. So <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. It's just everything on top of it. But um, so I guess so is the daddy rips. Is that your main source of income? Like, is that your full time job doing? The yeah. Breaks? So I'll give you a quick backstory. So um. Like two months before COVID hit, um, I want to say January, February twenty. What was that? Twenty twenty. Yeah. Yep. Um, I started work. You are you familiar with Rizzo Sports? Yep. Yeah. So I started doing like side stuff for Rizzo. Um, I um, the la- the previous six years I was in the aerospace industry. I was basically I was an aerospace courier driver. I I I owned my own company. I it was me. I had one van. I would drive from where I live here, which if you're not familiar, I live in Marietta, California. I would drive from Marietta to Compton and then Compton down to San Diego and then San Diego back. And I would do that every single day. Um, I did that for six years. Um, It was like over 400 miles a day from Monday through Friday and sometimes Saturday. So I was doing that every day. Wow. So then Rizzo started doing, getting really getting back, getting into sports and he had, Rizzo's he's always been a collector, like always been a collector. So when when right before COVID hit, he started buying up collections and and selling stuff on his Instagram page. And so I would go over there and help him sort his collections, take take like he would get I'm talking like U-Hauls worth of collections. And we would go through them and just go through every card. OK, this is worth grading. No, boom, boom, boom. And then um that kind of led into he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing these breaks on Instagram." So then I would sit next to him and just sleeve and top load and sort and do the packages and and label things and while he was live. And then one night, just he was like, "Hey, I gotta take the wifey out. You're gonna run the live." I was like, "Uh, okay, sure." So <laughs> I pop on the live. I start. I just went, and from there, it just it was just like seamless for me. It was seamless. Right. It was just like, this is, this is what I need to be doing. Like 
I love it. I enjoy interacting with other people. I'm sitting there drinking a truly. I'm ripping cards. I get right. to shoot the shit. I get to talk about players. I get to talk about sports. I get to I get to tell people how I you know feel about certain players, and and then it just became this like this thing. It just it just evolved, and my personal page. Um, I, I had a nickname in college and I won't even go into it cause it's, it's dirty, but I had a nickname in college. Um, they used to call me daddy in college. And so out of nowhere, I was like, I think I need a card page. I just need to start a card page just so I don't use my personal page. Cause my right. personal page was, my personal page was daddy beasting. And so I was like, I'm not going to use that personal page. So I started my wife's like, well, you're already daddy. Like that's, it's like, your daddy rips and i was like yeah you're right so i just started the daddy rips i i kept breaking for rizzo for about i don't know i want to say it was between march april may june about four months on rizzo's channel but i it got to a point where i'm like i'm driving 400 miles a day i would come home get home around like three four o'clock in the afternoon i'd hang out with my daughters for an hour or so get back in my car and drive 30 minutes down the road to go to Rizzo's house to break until 1, 2 a.m. in the morning, drive back home, sleep for like two hours, and then get back on the road Just again. Back on the grind. Yeah. 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 And I did Grinding. that for four months. I was getting two, three hours of sleep a day. Just just doing that. And I I had to because my wife's full-time mom, and that that is a full-time job. She stays at home yep. with the girls. That's not even a full-time job. It's a 24-hour job. Um, and so I needed that income. And then Jeff was, uh, Rizzo's, his name is Jeff. Um, he was kind of just giving me cash on the side, you know, just here and there. And for me, it really wasn't about the cash. It was just like, it was fun. I was like, this yeah. is so much fun. Like it is fun. Yeah. And, and I would, I would call my buddies like the next day, be like, dude, did you see this? We hit this Luca true blue prism. Like I, I'd have, I was having so much fun. I was like, man, this is, this is what I need to do. Like, so I told Jeff, I was like, man, I, I don't know if I can do this just driving back and forth anymore and stuff. So I just started like, well, I'm, I'm just going to start my own channel and just start doing my own breaks. That way I'm not driving so much and I'm at home more. So while wildly enough, I, I, I partner up with my best friend, Matt, we put in $600 each $1,200. Our first purchase was our first purchase outside of retail um because we were doing retail on the side just to right. kind of just to build the page up right you yeah that's sure. and that's what people for breakers out there new breakers if you want to do this full time if you want to do this and and have a good time and and like build something out of it you have to grind with retail for months like yeah. months we were doing mega boxes and just blasters and fat packs, whatever, like, could get, yeah. whatever we can get and we were making five bucks Five bucks of yep. five bucks a blaster, five bucks. A, and it wasn't about them at that time. It wasn't about the money. It was like, hey, we need to build the page up, right. get the Good following, audience. do the content, interact with other people, you know. So we started. So our first actual hobby purchase was you're this is going to blow your mind. So so twelve hundred dollars in twenty twenty. We bought two nineteen twenty prison retail boxes. One eighteen nineteen prison retail and one 1718 prism fast break box <laughs> like, and we did a break but what's crazy is 
we bought the at that time the 18 18 19 luca retail boxes were like 370 bucks yep. i remember yeah that what are they now like three grand probably yeah like least, it's crazy so yeah so we did that and then we just started building up and and we we kept our jobs i i kept my i kept my full-time business for nine months after we first started breaking Wow. And we just, we basically just bought and flipped and bought and flipped. And we didn't take a penny. We were just buying and flipping and buying and flipping and buying and flipping. And I tell people like, we gave away boxes. We gave away slabs. We gave away things to kind of give away at a thousand followers. Like it's such a, like, it's so meticulous and you have to be so good to people. And mm. I, I know breakers get such a bad rap. And so, so many people come after the breaker side of it. And there's, there's a lot of good people in the hobby, like a, For sure. a lot of good people, a lot of people that actually care about people and like, not just doing it on the surface. Like, Hey, this is, this is, this is me just doing this on the surface. Right. So, um, and we were, you know, and, and so we did that. I, we grind it. I mean, I'd say we didn't have over 20 people in our people in our life for three, four months, you know? And it just like you just kind of build on the momentum, and then and then once people, once I tell other breakers, like people need to see your see your right. name in other yeah. lives. They need to see yeah. you interacting. They need to see you commenting. They need to see you reposting other breaker stuff. They don't want just your stuff. And that's what I think people get away from is they're just like constantly so focused on them. And right. um, like I, I, if you look at some of my stories, I mean I'm posting stuff about other breakers. I'm yeah, posting absolutely. about cards hit from other people that I don't even, that don't even follow me. Um, I'm posting about like, I'll post, I don't know if you saw my last one. I did like a, a rainbow color match on the post. So I did like every card had like a different stand. So it wasn't even yeah, my I've stand. Seen that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I've I did seen like, that. yeah, you have other Bay, stands. Yeah. Bay area pool, Royal rich, like all these other people that we use. And I, I, I'll, I show people, I'm like, I have two stands of my own. All the other stands we use are all other either breakers or people in the hobby that have their own stands. Like, like I'm I'm all for like the cross marketing because it's such a big it's such a big market. Like, there's plenty of room for everybody. There's plenty. So I, yeah, I, I think it's tough. Like with the breakers, I mean, I think some breakers they get a bad rap, rightfully so. And then some people, I feel like they get a bad rap, and then because they did something to deserve it. You know what I mean? But yeah. um, I think it's, it's just tough. Like for me, um, I always find it not weird, but I, I find it very interesting that certain audiences or customers are very loyal to the people they break with, which is a good thing. Yes. 100%. But you know, I think for me though, like I, I'm such a cheap ass. Like I, I try to look for the <laughs> cheapest, I try to look for the cheapest ones possible, but then even I've already said like, I'm very loyal to Eric in the instant trading cards. He does have great prices. I just have been breaking with him, and that's pretty much the only person I break with recently. But it's like, if you make a price for something and somebody wants to pay that, I don't see that as your fault or that being yeah. an issue, being an issue at all. Like that's the thing that I don't understand is people calling out people for pricing, and it's like, well, then go somewhere else. It's, yeah. it's really that simple. I mean, this is America, right? Like one hundred percent. So I. I, there was a time where I was a little hung up on other people's prices because, right. and it, I think it was just more of my frustration. I've, we've never been allocated. I haven't been allocated a single box ever. 
I'm not allocated. I don't have a store. Like this is my break room right here. It's right. it's my seven by eight foot den that my girls it used to be their playroom that I I tossed their they don't have a playroom anymore. So we moved our, our break room is in my I have a, like a 1200 foot square square foot condo. Like this is our break room. So right. I like I said, we've never been allocated any boxes. So I there was a point where I was like really hung up, like man, like you know, we can't, we, I can't, we can't offer that. Like we're paying right. that, you know, there's sometimes right, right. I go on, like I go on a guy's channel and he's got Bowman Chrome 2021 for 425 a box. And I'm like, dude, we just bought a case at 450. Like, how yeah. can I compete with that? Like, it's really right. hard. And I, and I try not to, cause like, I try to like, be like, you know what? Everybody gets boxes differently. Some people are allocated. Some people are tops direct. Some people have, they're in the, the middle of, nowhere and they found an lcs that is willing to give them boxes at a lower price and i kind of have to take a step back and be like like whatever you know what yeah whatever but at the same time if you're going to go after people on pricing then you got to say when they're oh when they're giving massive deals right like that's like like we ran tops uh formula one dynasty we had three boxes on our table people were running them at four grand I offered them at 3,500 because right. I got, I got it at a good deal. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to offer it for a good price, but nobody wants to celebrate that. Everybody just wants no. to look at the negative <clears throat> side, you know? Yeah. And I, th I think it's, um, I think it's interesting too. Like, uh, I know you had some people like some recent, I don't even want to call it drama because it's stupid because I don't even know those people. Right. But, um, yeah, they're calling you out on like, a small increase in box sizes, but then I saw where you got on there and kind of broke it down. Like there's people here doing work, there's shipping costs. There's all these additional costs so, besides yeah. just the cost of a box of cards, which is, so to me, your response was perfect, made perfect sense. You took the high road on it and that was the end of it. You know what I mean? But it's like, I think people forget that too, right? Like you, you gotta get paid for your time too. It's not yeah. just, yeah. So, and I'll, I, I'll quickly break down that, that not that situation, but like everything that goes into what, like everybody's situation is different. Some people get their boxes directly shipped to them. Some people have to drive and go get them. Some people have to make deals with other people. And that's, we kind of get a little bit of everything, right? right? We have a supplier who's in LA. So that's, that's a 70 mile drive for us, right? My business partner goes to LA three days a week to meet with our supplier. So that's 140 times three that he's got to drive miles wise just to, just to, and sometimes there's times where he's going out there. He goes, didn't have anything I liked. He was too high or whatever. So it was just yeah. like, all right. No, is that how much is gas a gallon in California? Right now? Six bucks. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and so that's why I wanted to break it down to people. Cause people are like, oh, well you're making $125. Cause I said, I was like, Here's what I got these cases. I, I don't know if you were in there. I was like, my first four yeah. cases were 6,000. My next four cases were 5,600. That's an average of 5,800. That's 750 a box. I was like going over all the numbers. I have it all in my head. And I'm going, so I am so I charge $125 on top of that for the box, but that's not including, like we have to pay three, like we're, we're not we're not taking friends and family here. Like we're, we're paying right. our taxes. We pay our dues. Like I don't want the IRS coming after me. I, I actually... I claimed everything last year and we ended up paying like over 30 grand in taxes. And I hear from some of these, some other people, they're like, Oh, I didn't, I didn't pay anything. 
And I'm like, dude, that's wild. That's wild. I, yeah. I, I just can't even like, I don't know. I was just like, I, I don't want the IRS. Like, like here, we, here's everything in Zell. Here's everything we made in cash app. Right. Here's everything, everything. So it's like, you have the 3%, you have supplies, you have driving, you have time, you have, Entertainment. Like, well, entertain. I mean, yeah, I, th- I think let's I mean, let's just call it what it is. Right. Like you're a business owner. This is your business. Mm-hmm. As far as like I'm concerned, you didn't even have to do that. Like the fact yeah. that you did that's above and beyond. Like you have your business model and your plan. You set your prices for what works for you so you can run your business and feed your family. Someone crying about a couple dollars, even if it was a couple thousand dollars. Like to me, it's almost comical, especially when those people are bragging about how much they spend on cards or their cards and yeah. this or that and it's like and you're complaining about somebody's how they make a living yeah and the other it just thing doesn't is make like, any sense to me when they were talking about oh well like when he broke the case at 888 a box i'm like when you break a case i'm now shipping to 20 plus people right at and i do priority so we're talking seven eight dollars a package so that's got to go into it the supplies have got like all these factors go in. And then on top of that, I go, I go, then there's the entertainment aspect. Like right. I'm not just sitting here, um, mundane monotone, just opening, like I'm trying to make it fun and entertaining and engaging and talking to people and, you know, giving, you know, I like to give people nicknames when they come in the room and, and we build these like relationships with these people. Yeah. You build a rapport where, with your audience. Yeah. yeah. And it's, and we build it to the point where we go to shows and I'll, I've never met some of these guys. We go to shows and we meet them, and it's like we're like we've been friends forever because we because right. they're on our live every single night. So I just I I wanted to go in there on that live just just to like break it down in like simple terms for people because there's so many like so many times like I said before breakers some breakers get a bad rap and I think it kind of like trickles down to other people and then some people just don't realize like what we have to do to continually have wax on hand and things right. that people want to break and rip. Like, for example, I had to, we had to do like a $30,000 deal one time with a guy. And he was like, the only way you get these is if you have to take this case off our hands. And it was something we didn't even want. So we were right. like, okay, so we took that case. We just broke it at cost just to get it off the table just so we can get our margins on these other cases. So there's things like that, that people just don't see that we're doing like, so. um, Yeah. I mean, the end of the day, it's a business. I I had a brief stint where um, I was ripping when wax before it got too crazy. I was ripping like thousands of dollars of just wax all the time. And, uh, and I thought like, it'd be fun to just do a break here or there. So one of the LCS is that I was, ripping constantly with I, I just hit him up and was like is there any way i can get a case not at cost or what you pay but maybe just a little less because i just want to maybe start breaking and they were like absolutely not like they might as well have been like absolutely fucking no yeah it's not happening so right then and there it just it made me realize like even though they're being nice and buddy buddy to me it's because i'm spending money and it's a business for them and as soon as yeah. i tried to cross as soon as i tried to cross that line of like hey can, can you hook me up like I was like, you know what? I, it's a business. Yeah. And that, it know, is, so a, it is a business. Yes. I wasn't mad at them about it, you know, but it just opened my eyes to like, it's not easy to get product, especially when people, the margins are insane on stuff, especially yeah. the people that have 
the direct line or the distribution you know the direct but, uh, line is just crazy to me and i uh and i i know those guys have to pay you know these guys are paying millions to keep that kind of flowing. and they, they got to buy everything it's like yeah um, they got to buy the they got to buy the trash there's there's yeah. trash out there there's yeah. there's baseball trash there's panini trash you know i talk okay. about it on my channel i'm like i'm like unlicensed baseball panini is trash like i'd rather I'd rather take it to the desert and use it for 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 uh to, to start a fire with because it's, yeah, it's trash. I, I agree with you, but I do I I personally really like their NT and flawless still. I, <laughs> I <laughs> always uh, say mosaic for whatever reason. Like I was like, I'm like, I just always go refer to the unlicensed mosaic product. So well, um, it's kind of it's like um the easiest way for me to explain it to people is like um, when you see Nike at the store, right? Um if you wanted to have Nike, like if you had a mom and pop sneaker store. Yeah, Nike. Nike will not let you just buy the Air Jordans, the Air Maxes, the limited edition stuff, the SBs. You can't buy that stuff. Yeah, Nike says we will give you some of that stuff, but you have to buy all of this shit, all the dad shoes. Yeah, all the runners you don't want, all, everything. You have to buy it all to get the exclusive stuff, and it's the same with trading cards. Hundred percent. One hundred percent. What um? So do you do you follow the drama in the hobby as it's kind of unfolding every week? It's it's kind of crazy. Oh, for sure. It's, almost... it's like every two weeks, right? Yeah, it's, it's it like, is. It is. It's like something comes up, and you're just like, oh man, like whose whose name is it next, or who? You know, I, I it's I don't know, man. I, it it kind of but it, it really bugs me in the sense like, do you remember the Dallas card show? The guy who yep. was like, and and, and like. I mean, people wanted to like kill this guy. Which I, guy? The guy who he, he, I think he sold the fake card. And okay, yeah, the they Jordan. caught it. Yeah, and then they they were like they dragged him out, and like the masses were just like totally like like throwing stuff at him, and like I it was just like a mob, you know. Yeah. And I don't, I obviously know it was like a reaction, you know. You 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 try to do good things, and these people part, but it's just like. I wish we had that mob mentality around like positive stuff, you know, positivity, yeah. you know, hundred percent. like, cause we've, we've tried and we've done, um, in the two years, it'll be, t it'll be two full years that we've been running the, the breaks on our channel in, uh, on June 14th, um, this coming June, uh, I I've done about six fundraisers, six, six things where I, where we raise money on the channel. And I wish that that was more into the hobby because we have such a big platform. And I'm not saying just I have like I have 13, 13,000 followers or whatever it is. Like if I can use my platform to, to 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 raise money for good cause and to give back, and it doesn't even have to be with the hobby. Like I raised money for a kid who was um, a kid in Texas. We went live and raised money for him. He was going through a lot of medical issues. I raised money for um, a a fellow hobbyist in San Diego, his daughter was going through a lot of medical issues. We mm. raised over $5,000 for him. We raised over $15,000 for a guy who had a crazy medical condition in New York. He lost all the function to his, to his muscles. He was in the hospital for months, 15 grand we raised in, in like one, wow. one or two nights. And I wish if we had that same mob mentality around the negativity, around that like stuff like that where we yeah. get or get something like hey we're gonna raise money for this or we're gonna you know 
my my next step in this is like to do events and not necessarily like oh i'm gonna do a trade night or, or i'm gonna do, like i want to do like a golf a, a golf tournament and go right. all right hey I'm, my our goal is to raise ten thousand dollars for saint jude's hospital and bring people that are not just in the hobby but golfers and people who just want to be a part of it you know and raise money and and give Hey, we're going to give a prison box away. We're going to give a Bowman box away. We're going to do all these things. We're going to do long, you know, and, and, and hopefully like the mob mentality surrounds that. Like I envision having more of those things. And that's why like the negativity, the negativity stuff that's happening in the hobby. It's like, man, we just like, if we could just point all that focus and some positive, yeah, yeah, just go, Hey, listen, there's scumbags in every market. There's scumbags everywhere, no matter what. There's not a market in the world that are all peaches and cream. Sorry. I think, I think it's, um, no, I, it's, I agree with you a hundred percent. I think it's, um, even today, I think card porn posted something about Josh Luber doing uh, yeah, some breaks with back that. hair breaks. Right. And, uh, yeah, I saw that. And I think Andrew and, um, cage from the Luca Tiger podcast, they I said that, me. they said that exact same thing. Like, one of them said, well, why don't you guys focus on the positivity? And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, they're right. And then immediately after that, someone was like, well, you guys get paid for your opinion. So, like, whatever you're saying doesn't fucking matter. And they were like, yeah. you get paid by X, Y, and Z. And I was like, holy shit. Like, you just can't win. Like, no matter yeah. what you Oh, do. no, like, you can't win. No. No. I think, so, um, do, you know, do you know Lane from, uh, well, it's LJK Cards. Um, he works at Layton. LJ, no, I don't. Uh. Uh-uh. So, so Lane's uh, he's pretty, he's a pretty big card account, but he works at Layton Sports Cards. They they hired him last year. Um, but I think Lane's probably got either thirty or like sixty thousand followers on Instagram. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, but every year he does like a toy drive. Um, I don't know which foundation he does. So basically, he takes donations. Like you could donate slabs, anything, yeah. and then raffles off spots. Um, like five dollars a spot or whatever it is and he usually raises like 20 or 30 grand maybe even more every year for like for like kids for christmas that just yeah we did we did a toy drive for san diego um it was a transitional home toy drive um for women who have kids who come off the streets and they need a home so we raised like six grand in one night and I did the same thing. Like I just put it out in the app. I just put it out on Instagram. We're gonna do this for toys, and people were just like, "I'm gonna donate this slab." Don't and I and I was just like throwing up a slab. Like, what do you got? And people were like overpaying to just donate yeah. their money yeah. to get a slab, and it goes for a good cause. That's the stuff that's like more people need to do. Like, and 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 I'm not saying like other like I, I could be doing more of that. Like, you know, I I just think. I just think with the negativity, I feel like the people who are good, like the good people need to like, yeah. s- like step up and, and maybe cast their shadow over the dark cloud, you know? Yeah, for sure. I, yeah, I think, you know, holidays is when it always comes up, but maybe there could be more of an effort to like do it like now, you know? Spring, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know like even for us, like, you know, if we go to Walmart, we see the tree, you know, and they have the bags for the kids. My wife always grabs two or three of those bags. And like, we're just going to buy everything on their list. I'm like, yeah. I, I yeah, we do understand. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, we do just, that. They have a tree at the mall by our house. And my wife, every year, she just does a boy, one boy, one girl. Right. Whatever is on their list, we just buy for them and stuff. So um, more of that kind of stuff. Like, it doesn't 
the hobby. It doesn't have to be hobby centered, but it could be a lot of people that have these platforms in the hobby that they say one thing and it's just, it's the cattle just goes, you know? And it's, it's, it's not like they're all, you know, it's not like they're sheep and they just repeat everything. It's just, it's just like some things that I say, like I'll, I'll tell people, Hey, I'm going to be here. And then like all these people start showing up and I'm like, man, like that's that your words and your actions have a lot of power. So if we can take that power and do like a lot of really good things. And I also feel like, I feel like a lot of people are afraid to collaborate in this hobby. Like they're, they're afraid to like show other people. And like, I I've always like put myself out there like, Hey, let's do a dual live stream or let's do a dual break. Like, I don't know if, are you familiar with Bay area poll? Yeah. Yeah. So like him and I, like we've done things together all the time. Like, Hey, let's do a double, let's do a case break. You do six boxes. I'll do six boxes. You'll go like, and so everybody will be joining in this, like essentially a case. And so we do things and people love that. Or we'll be at a a card show and like uh, last year in Dallas, we had a hotel rip. It was us, Bay Area Pole. It was Mully Car. It was like four guys. And we had like all of our cameras on and we were just going crazy. And it it was nuts. And and it it was more positive for everybody because at the end of the day, I'm like, damn, I got 250 new followers just on that live stream. And and people like seeing that they like seeing the collaborations within the hobby. And I just feel like some, some people, not all, they just like, they, I don't know, they get weird about like, like doing things with other people. And I get it because I've, I've actually gotten in, not in trouble, but you know, I've talked about someone or I posted about someone and then that person ended up scamming someone. And then they're like, Hey, you vouch for this person. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I never vouch for the person. I just right, right. reposted one of their posts. So what now I'm guilty by association. So I, I guess so. Mm, yeah. You know? The Instagram hobby is a little weird. The whole vouching thing's weird to me too, because even like if it's a first time deal with somebody, I always send goods. Right. Yeah. And then I'm like, you know, if after that and everything's good to go, then sure. I'll, I'll send friends and family. I don't mind. But first time I'm always goods. And they're like, Oh, I have vouches. And I'm like, I don't care if you have 500 vouchers. I'm not going to be the first person to scam. And a lot of yeah. the times, it's like some 16 or 17 year old kid. Too. I'm like, no, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> exactly. So, but uh, we've, but we've I, been burned, man. We've been burned. Like it, the the people who the people who go on there, like, oh, breakers are just making all this money. It's like, dude, we've been burned, guys who tabbed up with us over right. a period of time, and then they would always ask us. that. Yeah, do you let people tab up, or is it so, or is it person by person? It depends on the person now. We, we really have to be careful now because, like I said, we, we had a guy tab up and he would always pay. I mean, four yeah. or five grand, always pay. Four or five grand, pay. One night, did six grand, vanished. So it was like, boom, six grand hit. So those are the type of stories that people don't really see. And they go, damn, that, that's a huge hit. You know, yeah. I had a guy burn us for $18,000 on a wax deal in the uk and he had sources and vouch like it everything, everything yeah everything lined up eighteen thousand dollars i wired this guy never showed up disappeared gone and like that's a, that's like when that happened to us that almost just destroyed us we we had to like go into our savings and reach like almost this was just this was just 10 months ago this happened to us we had to almost like restart 
our own like thing because we had to like well we don't have any money we just blew all of our all of our cash flow on wax that we thought was coming in so now we have to dig back into our savings and restart so right. there's a lot there's so much there's such a risk that goes involved and that's why we got we had paypal and now you know i don't know if you know the story i've, I've said it a thousand times on our on our on our lives but you know we had we had paypal we were always doing goods and services we were always doing the right thing we were sending the tracking and do and doing everything they asked and then they would right. shut us down and they would ask us all these questions hey you got to do this we need this we need your supplier's information we need all this information and i'd send it to them and then they'd free up our account and then they shut us down like four months later so long story short they shut us down they said you're no longer allowed on our platform you'll get your money we had fifty thousand dollars in the account right they said you'll get your money 180 days in 180 days on 180th day they debited their account from ours fifty thousand dollars gone gone so what yes and i have proof i've filed i'm i've i'm i've joined um lawsuits class action class yeah. action and they've done it to hundreds of people hundreds of people and there's Not no to, explanation where the money is oh oh they their explanation to me it was very very tiptoey and what they were saying to me on the phone but they said this was damages accrued by you to us so it was damages that we have to take and i said what i kept saying like what damages what tell right, me right. what yeah. tell me send me an and, itemized list of these oh yeah. yeah and i i have the recording on my my laptop of every the whole conversation and it was like i was like let me talk to your boss let me and i got up like four or five levels and it was like they had a script like this is what you have to say don't say anything else this is right. this is it and it was you violated our terms of agreement these are damages and i'm like fifty thousand dollars in damages is Holy crazy crap. Did and you i was like lawyer at the time or no no it i i talked to some people and they're like you're gonna pay this to, to fight it to get it back yeah. you know and he's like you're, you're talking about going up against paypal you know and i'm like you know what do you do you right you're kind of you stuck. know it's totally stuck and uh it was crazy because they took 50 grand they so the, the six months so not only not only did we pay the three percent on to get right. that money right they held it for six months which could have easily i could have had interest on and then they sent me a 1099 for so the 50 I had, grand that they took yes no no oh for the money that i had made for yeah, that yeah, 50 yeah. grand right, so right. i'm like this is cr and i was talking to my tax person and they're going i i don't know what to tell you i'm like this is crazy like yeah. so that's why like when I, I don't know. I, I really, I really, really take it to heart mm. when people are like coming after me on pricing and stuff. And I'm like, right. dude, there's Oops, so much risk involved. You never know. You never know when you're going to get a big hit on right. a wax deal on, 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 you just never know, you know? So, we, so like the people that you let tab, do you hold their stuff until they pay? Uh, most of the people that we let tab, they pay within two, two to three days. Okay. So it's within the shipping kind of realm. Window. You know? I got you. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, there's sometimes where I'm like, man, I kind of regret letting this guy tab up, you know? 
because now it's five, six days later and I'm sitting around and it's like, that's money that could be going into more wax. That's money right. that I could be using for the next Investing show. Something else, right? Yeah. Um, buying a, you know, you know, I'm, I'm constantly on, you know, um, I'm, I'm constantly breaking with other people. I, I feel like if you're a breaker and you're making money and you do it full time and you're, you're, you're able to, to do this and you're having, I, I, I feel like, I feel like I'm privileged in this space. And I'll just say that because I feel like I'm at home. I get to spend all the time with my daughters. I get to wake up with them. I get to make breakfast with them. I I'm sitting here. I literally get just look this way and they're on the T they're on the couch watching TV right. or movies. And I get to wave to them while I'm doing shipping or, or sorting or whatever it might, or this right here, you know, they're in the, right, they're right. In the bedroom. And I'm like, I, ha I, I feel like obligated that I should go into other rooms and put the money into the same market hobby place that I am, I'm benefiting from. I feel yeah. like that's, that's, I, I would feel guilty if I didn't. So, so like I'm constantly on other channels, just buying, buying boxes or buying slabs or whatever it might be just to, just to get back. And, right. and a lot of the times I'll go in there and I'll just be like, Hey, um, I'm going to send for three mega boxes. Just give them away, you know, just give them away to someone. And then there's only five people in that room and those five people just end up coming up, you know? So, um, I don't know. I, f I feel like that's one thing that, that more people could do and, and I can do more of it, you know? Yeah, so. for sure. But that's cool. Yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, I think it's, yeah, that's the one thing about the hobby. Not, there's not a lot of people that support the people that support them or just support out in general. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, uh, yeah, you don't see that a lot. A lot of breakers are just kind of stick to themselves and yeah, that I, Oh, you know, with the 50K thing, did you start a GoFundMe? <laughs> Definitely did not. <laughs> I wish, I kind of wish I did, man. Damn, dude. That was... Uh, That'd be it, more of a reason to, I think, than it was, other ones I've seen. I, I think so, yeah. Especially because I have, I have the proof, like literally, yeah. I, it's so crazy because it says like, pay, it says like, you paid PayPal on my, like, and I'm like, when I first saw it, I was just like, what the heck is going on? I was freaking out. Right. right. But um, yeah, no, I, I can't even, I, I can't even imagine my, my buddy, Brandon, um, he goes by bro Namath on Instagram. He, yeah, he had like, uh, I think it was like 30 something G's froze on PayPal. And he was like, what the hell is this? And then it was like 180 days. And I don't remember if he got lawyers or not, or if the money got freed up or not. I got to ask him, but yeah, he's been like, fuck paypal like he, oh dude I, yeah and I, it sucks because for a while there people were like if you didn't take paypal they thought you were scamming i got i got banned from instagram for like a three-day ban because i think I, I went on my store i'm i'm guessing it was from this but right. i went on my story and i i put um <laughs> i put something like fuck i just put like fuck and i i put <laughs> i tagged paypal i was like fuck paypal still and I couldn't go live for three days. I've I've been banned now eight times on Instagram. Where well, what's weird is I, I got banned from uh, commenting in lives for some reason for like six oh, months. Oh, really? I don't know that's, why, though. I kept yeah, messaging probably, them, and I'm like, well, why am I banned from yeah, commenting yeah, in lives? Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. It just didn't make any sense. I was like, I mean, I guess it's good. I can't join any breaks on the fly, but whatever. <laughs> the worst part about the PayPal thing was this was 
two weeks after national last year, I got COVID. My mm. business partner got COVID right after national, right? We came home, hit us so hard. Um, and my business partner was in the hospital for 30 days. Wow. So it was just the, wow. just the worst time. It was like this, like COVID PayPal took our money. He goes in the hospital and I'm like sitting there going. And there was a point where I was just like, we're done. Like we're just yeah. done. We're going to yeah. give up. We're just going to do, go back to doing our, what we did before. But we just struggle. I mean, it was a struggle through struggle through. So, so what, so what's the plan moving forward then with the brand? Is it, are you guys where you want to be? Is there bigger, better things that you want to do? Like what, have you guys even thought about that stuff or not really? I, I think I'm more of like, I, I think I'm trying to try to think long-term as much as possible. Like I said before, like I want it to be like a brand, like the daddy rips thing is like, it, it's, it's great for breaks and it's cause it's catchy. You know, people are like, you know, don't know whether or not they want to say daddy on the live and like, right, things, right. you know, and it's, but I, I really want to move it towards like doing, a, like I said before, like building the brand out to where we're doing events and we might be partnered up with um, a show, you know, like the union marketplace. Like I'd love to fucking partner up. Like they put on a great show down in Del Mar. I'd be like, I'd love to put my name on that and be like, Hey, I'm going to donate. I'm going to pay for two tables for someone at the show, you know, and like just be a part of things and, 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 uh, but then also branch out and do, do other things, you know, golfing events, fundraisers, you know, uh, whatever I can do to like use the platform for just like as much good and positivity as possible, you know, however, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, are you interested in having a, like an LCS someday or just you're happy with this part? Of this I don't part? know. I don't know. I'd love to be a part of one, but I the whole fanatics thing is it's like everybody's kind of waiting to see like right. how it's really going to be. And there's there's speculation. There's people that are like, this is how it's going to be. I don't think anybody well, knows. I'm trying really to get, don't. so Joshua was supposed to come on the show. Yeah. Um, but then uh, he had like a last minute trip. And then I think they're waiting for like the V, not the V friends, the Zero Cool to have like another release. Yeah. And then um, and then he'll come on to kind of like promo that. But I, I told him like, I, if that's what he wants to do, that's cool. But like, I'm more or less just like this. I just want to talk about stuff. So that, that is something I would ask him. I was like, yeah, what's the deal with Fanatics? What are you yeah. guys doing? You know what I mean? So. And I, I have... I have hopes for them. I uh, I like that. Like Josh is like a younger guy, you know. Um, I just don't know. Like you saw what Tops and Panini did in the last two years. Yeah. More specifically, in the last year, they got super greedy. They started overprinting products. They started making products out of fucking thin air. That it's like, why are you making this product? Like. You know, immaculate uh, or impeccable T-Mall. Why are we making impeccable T-Mall? I didn't even see that. Yes. Impeccable. I'm like, why are you making, like, all of a sudden just adding these T-Mall products? And I get it. It's like you're trying to, like, market so, like, people can have, like, a a product that they can get into, like, at a cheaper price. But you're making to where, like, that. And that's why we went all baseball. Because I'm like, listen. There's only, you know, there's there's less than 
what, less than 1,500 Bowman Fur Soto autos? Less than 1,500. Right. I'm like, there's there's probably 15,000 Lamellos. Oh, just, yeah. Just rookie. Uh, you know, I just I talked about the I talked about this last week. There's like thirty thousand Zion PSA ten prism, right? There's yeah. So Bowman paper LeBron rookie card, right? Not the yeah. chrome, but the, the paper PSA ten. How many think there are? Hmm. I don't even know. I haven't looked. There's less than five hundred. Oh my gosh! Right. So it's like, you know, I, I I've said this before, and it's Panini and Tops don't care. They're it's like history always repeats itself. Like, so now we're in like this junk slab era, right? But we're yep. also, we're, we're, we're still trending towards the, just the garbage amount of cards. And it's like, they don't care. And if they did care, they would do something about it. So like I talked about Nike before. So Nike, they set their retail prices. And, and if you get caught selling outside of those prices, whether it's up or down, you get cut off immediately. Yeah. You're done. And Panini and Tops have that same power with the LCSs. They could do that, but they don't because they don't care. Yeah. Unless unless somebody from one of those companies is going to come on here and tell me different. Yeah. No, they, I I totally agree. I I think I think they got greedy. They're like, hey, yeah, let's make. I mean, look, PSA got greedy. Yeah. PSA are charging the same. It's the same process, and they're upcharging for these cards. And not only like. We got upcharged on a Julio Rodriguez True Blue. We got a PSA nine. I'm sorry. And you got upcharged for it? Upcharged on a PSA for a nine. For PSA nine. And we did the 150 level. They upcharged it to 360. And I'm going, why the hell are you? If yeah. That so you're telling me that's a fourth out. So that's why I'm like, I think PSA should be held to the standard. Like, if you think this card's worth ten thousand dollars, then why don't you buy then why don't you buy it off people? Right. Sh- they should not be in the business of price of 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 telling what the price of a card's worth. You shouldn't, because today's Lubob's not going to be what tomorrow's Lubob's co- co- prices are. Yeah. So when you graded that card to the to the point that the person got it, the market's changed already because it takes three four days. So it's wild to me that they can even go, well, we value this at ten thousand dollars, so we're going to charge you six hundred dollars to, to to get this card graded. It's like. What else did you guys do to that card? Like, you know, you guys shut down for three months and then said it was only the $300 level for whatever it was like for three months. So I, I don't know. I just, I think that. How, what was the turnaround time on that? At the 150? Uh, it was like 10 days, I want to say. So you know how they've been doing that lottery for the economy? Yeah, like they just they just opened it up, but they did do the lottery where it was like ten and then twenty. We my buddy's been getting in like every Tuesday and Thursday. He's gotten twenty every single time for like the last two months. You know what the yeah. turnaround's been on those economy cards? What what is it? Three weeks. Oh my gosh, that's Three crazy. Weeks. And we haven't got upcharged either. And I've that's sent wild. cards that are way above. Just, you know, I'm like, screw it. We'll see what happens. But I cannot believe the three-week thing is just mind-blowing. Yeah, yeah, that's I, I crazy. Still, I, have, I have like 100 Charizards from a year and a half ago. I have no idea where they are. <laughs> so I, I have no idea what's going on. I, I have but, a I have a Kobe order for a customer of ours that's been there since March 3rd of 2021. It's still wow. there. It's been in wow. grading for about three months. It says grading for three months. But then you have these guys that are just, like you said, sending cards in now and getting them right back. And my buddy's like, where are these Kobe's at? I'm like, I 
literally show them every time. I'm like, I have no control over this. That's why we we stopped doing the grading altogether because it was a lose lose situation. People were sending us cards, just sub them. We were making five dollars a card, and then we were the bad guys when the grades right. came. Right? It was like, right. why did I get a nine? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, like, I have no clue. You know? So well, yeah, and that's what my buddy um, Drew. We were talking about maybe doing subs as like a side thing. Like we would sub cards for people yeah. since they're opening one in New York and I'm on the East Coast. But when he, he hit a PSA because the Mark's cards thing was so bad, you have to do, um, you have to sub $100,000 worth of, like do $100,000 worth of subs to even be considered to do bulk subs with them. On top of like running your credit and everything else, which is wow. fine. But it's like. That's what I was like. I was like, how are you and I like me and him going to get to a hundred thousand? I'm like, my wife will murder me. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, and then it's like, and then you don't get a deal, you know? So we can't even, it's not even worth it. It's like, do we want to put in thousands of hours worth of work to just get a bold thing? Not really. Yeah. So. It's a, it's, it's a lot of work. Anybody who does it, man, I, that's, especially the guys that are making like five to $7 a card. I'm like, dude, I don't think it's worth it. I really don't right. like I actually had a guy was subbing for us and he was like, oh, I'll do five dollars a card. And I was like, dude, you should charge more. Like, yeah. It's a pain <laughs> in the ass. Like just to do like 10 cards, you're sitting here for hours, just like cleaning and looking and turning and doing as much. As I hate doing like, it for myself. Yeah. Oh, me too. Me too. So I started what, what, using uh, I started using yeah, someone on Instagram. Oh, did you? What did yeah. um, what's your take on the whole uh card altering thing do you think do you think wiping a card down or maybe straightening a corner is going overboard when you're grading stuff i don't know i think the if you can fool psa and bgs i mean i don't know man i it's hard because you hear like these stories of like the, like the trimming and stuff the and trimming like, thing was like the biggest secret yeah. non secret non-secret in the hobby like i I had heard that those guys, one specifically, had been trimming for years. Yeah. I didn't personally have any proof about it, and it's like, what, what am I going to do? You know, like I didn't, I don't know this person either personally, so I'm going to call them out. But uh, like, I think the trimming is crossing the line. But yeah, but then it's like, but then different hobbies and collectibles, different things are okay and different things are not. Like comic books, for instance. I don't know if you know this, so comic books. You can send a comic book to CGC and they'll actually clean it and press it for you to get a better grade. Yeah. So, so, but with cards, it's not okay. Yeah. I, no. I think, like, what about guys who are white? I mean, they, they know how to clean, make, like, if there's a, if there's a an scratch, auto, a, a smear, a smear line, on the yeah. auto or the auto, they're, they're oh, everything. the auto off. Yeah. They're, they're, they're buffing out scratches. They're, they're fixing peels. They're fixing corners. So, I don't know. Like the, the trimming thing is like, I think that's a little much, but it's like, you know, what do you do? You, do, uh, you know, does, does the, does the, does the team get, does someone get suspended for stealing, stealing signs at second base from, the, you know, it's like, right. It's, it's an advantage, you know, it's, I, I don't know. I, I think, yeah, I think, I think with the trimming, I, I was saying this is like, are people mad that those guys are trimming or are they mad that they didn't know about it? And they were yeah. Also? Or, you know or I mean? yeah. See, the, what's crazy about the trimming too is we've had we've sent cards that straight from our packs right. from tops, and they'll come back and go, "This card's been altered," and I'm like, yeah. "Dude, this is right out of your pack." So, yeah. so it's like at that point you're like, 
you're sending a card that's straight from Tops that that PSA says it's been altered, which hasn't. It's just Tops may have cut it wrong. Right. And then you have guys who are cutting cards and they're getting by PSA and like, you know, you know the infamous the the Juan Soto Super Fractor. Right. It got a PS it got like a, a the BGS was like gave it like a terrible grade. The guy brought it back, cleaned an edge, cleaned the auto and it got a PSA 10. Yep. So PSA didn't catch it. And then PSA and BGS, BGS had mentioned that they had already graded the card at like a terrible grade, and PSA held the PSA. They held the and destroyed it. I think they destroyed. They said Did they, they destroyed destroy it? it. I think they said they destroyed it. Yeah, but it's that's I a shame. It, if they destroyed that card, that's a shame. That's a the thing, that, the thing with PSA and people forget is like even if you read their grading, unless they changed it, right? Um, it says how they grade stuff is based on eye appeal more so than the numbers, like the nine, five, the 10. Yeah. 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 So if it has the eye appeal for a 10, even if it's a little OC, so be it. I, I'm perfectly okay with people wiping. Yeah. Fix, fixing a corner because at the end of the day, it's like, even when I grade stuff for myself, I say everything's PC, but even on my Instagram page, it says everything's PC or for sale. Yeah. Cause I'm, I, I just, you know, my, uh, ADB so bad I'd want something one week and then the next week I'm like oh, I think I want whatever it is so yeah. I'll trade or sell this for that but yeah so I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with wiping I don't think cards. there's anything wrong with like wiping cards down cleaning out scratches and stuff because no. it's really it's such a it's such a bummer for us when we pull a massive card and right away I see a a, a scratch down the lot down the center or yeah. something wrong with it and I'm just like and I have to say it on the live. And it just like brings the whole chat down. You're like, everything. Dude, this yeah. just pulled this red and there's a fat scratch on the, it's like, it's, it is, it sucks. Cause you're just like, I can't, I don't control that. You know, the guy right. who just paid $500 for the box, he can't control that. So, you know, more well, power with, to him. With tops is, uh, you know, if the, if you grade a card and it gets a PSA six tops will replace it with a new one. Oh, really? Yeah. So does that, so are people going to start like, like, screwing cards up <laughs> oh, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think like, about that like, yeah, the opposite like <laughs> creasing it like oh man it got a six i only say that because uh we had a card we pulled a card one time it was a uh, i thought it was kyler murray and it became like it was it was the kyle strievler i think his name's like kyle strievler it's like the backup for the cardinals and our our joke was this is white kyler and so someone yeah. was like like screw the card up and send it to psa just to get like a psa two or something you know as a joke I'm like, oh well, if P if Tops really does that, like, you know, I'm surprised more people don't like. Hey, they see like a big dimple, they're like, all right, well, I'm just gonna try to get a six or lower and get this card replaced. Right. Like, no, that's a good point. I didn't think of that. Um, uh, my buddy, I don't know if you're familiar with the page Titty Subs. So yeah, 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 yeah. So he he's trying to get like a uh, Juan Soto one through ten PSA one through ten. I think he's like missing a three is what he's missing. <laughs> so it's like the only one he's all missing. all autos. No, 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 just the base rookie. But he's oh, like, oh, oh, the tops, it, the tops. Yeah, his his page started off as like collecting, like his collection, and then it turned into like memes and uh, just trying to collect PSA ones and twos yeah. for some reason. I don't Did know you why. ever see that LeBron card where the prism was like super fat on mm -hmm. one side? We pulled that card. Oh, did you? Yeah, we someone graded it, right? Yeah, it was. I think they BGS'd it. It was. It was a crazy. Like the the centering was like a three or something, or like a two on it or something. It was crazy. But yeah, we. I remember pulling that card, and it was. It was for whatever reason. Every card in that pack was just 
completely just so fat on one side. And everybody in the chat was like, they were like, don't send those, like send those cards. Like that's, that's a, like, you know, back in the day, I, I'm sure you know this, like, like the air cards were like super valuable. Oh, yeah. like people yeah. love that. We pulled yeah. a, we pulled a printing plate. Otani was on the front and a, and a pitcher for like the Phillies was on the back. Oh shit, really? And the guy sold it for like a hundred bucks. I'm like, dude, what are you doing, man? You grade like, that thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, grade it or just hold it. Like it's Otani one, but yeah. uh yeah, so I I like the air cards, you know, like finding or seeing things like that. So yeah, the <clears throat> quality control hasn't been the best. I don't remember uh was it twenty what year was Kyler's rookie year? Was that twenty? Nineteen. 19 so did you get any of the fotl prison boxes every single corner was creased like yes. folded over yeah were so bad yeah they were really my, bad i think my buddy bought three at the dutch, dutch auction could not get anyone at panini to respond and thankfully he bought it with his amex and they they uh charged back panini and gave oh dude that's yeah the, the the quality thing's just been really bad and uh i wish they went back to that 19 had the first off the line was one, you know, like the small box, super right. short print product. And then, and then 20 and 21, 21, they did the FOTLs, which is the same as hot, like the same as right. regular hobby. It was just so which many just different parallels, right? Different yeah. parallels. Yeah. Just mass yeah. produced stuff. It's just, it's just, it's getting, it's getting out of hand. It, it really is. And that's why like we have some customers that'll like, they're just chromies through and through just chromies. And they're like, I don't want to rip anything unless it's 2020 or older, you know? So find mm -hmm. me that stuff. Cause I know that, that they were still worried about quality and like focusing on the actual cards themselves. I didn't think about that. Yeah. So, cause that's when they started 2021 is when they started adding these, these lavas, these extra colors, these, these like, yeah. these like weird colors that aren't even like, like fuchsia and like, I'm like, right. Tops, the teals, there's, already, yeah. there's already plenty of colors in here. Just leave it alone. Like, yeah. you're going to sell everything, you will you know? Yeah. I, so I'm like the oddball. I actually like the shimmers personally. I like the shimmers. No, I like shim. I like the shimmers. I don't yeah, think they get enough don't. love. I don't think they yeah. get any love. It's yeah. like I like them. 40, 40 cents on the dollar to the true orange, like the orange shimmer to the true orange. Right. I'm like, why? But it's just. You talk to those Bowman collectors that have been in it since the day one, and they're like, "This isn't a tr this isn't a true Bowman color." And yep. it's like, like I'm like, I want you like get out of the hobby, like sell your sell your cards, move on, because I know the younger generation. I've talked to the the guys in our lives that are, you know, in their 20s or in their 30s. They love the shimmers. Like I I like it, you know. I do too. So, I like them too. But yeah, I think. Uh, do you know when Topps Chrome's uh, going to release? That's going to be massive. Those boxes are going to be so stupid high. I think they it's already just, are. Yeah, yeah they're going to be they're going to be like third markets. Just I don't even know if we're even going to mess with them because we're going to end up paying so much money just to have them on the table. I mean, I know obviously you're going to have Julio. Julio's going to be a rookie. Wander's going to be hopefully. A rookie. Hopefully, Julio's in it. Mm -hmm. Oh, are they are they saying that he's not? I, I don't think they've said yet, you know, so I don't know if it's if he'll be in Chrome or he'll be in update. I don't know how they figure I it hope out. he's so, in regular some Chrome. guys some guys know, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I My hope he's Eric, in. he'll know. The only I could I if if they didn't, I don't know, man. I hate I'm not a big update fan, so I hope they just I hope they just put him in there. Just 
like a loaded class is always good. I mean, 2019 as Tatis, Vlad, uh, Eloy, Pete Alonzo, Kyle Tucker, like that class is just Everybody's, stupid. Yeah. Like right. Kyle Tucker's like the fourth, fifth guy in there, and he's he's a good player. So he is, yeah, yeah. A lot of people sleep on Tucker. Um, but yeah, man, we've uh, let's see, we've been on for like an, an hour and twenty minutes. I want to yeah. be, you know, respectful of your time. Yeah, for sure. Get your daughters there, but uh, but it was it was good. I, I appreciate you coming on. Um, no, I loved it, man. Come back anytime. You know, the only other thing I was going to ask you was I noticed every once in a while you go live and like talk on your page. What is that? Just you to, like venting or just talking about stuff? Um, it. So I actually started the hobby talks. Um. Okay. A while back, I, I was actually started doing that with Bernsey on okay. the hop, and I started the hobby talks and um, it was really good in the beginning. Like we were really like at trying to educate um, people on like things to avoid, things to right. look for in the break aspect, the, the, the repacks and all these things. And then it's just like, I don't know. It kind of just, it got kind of lost um it's real like core purpose and and became it just became toxic and i was just like i need to take a step back i, I don't need to do that like i i know like i'm putting myself out there and i'm also putting myself out there for a lot of like you know um a lot of criticism on it so and uh so now i'm just i i took a big step back from that and i actually I was gonna I actually started a podcast, but I just haven't done any. I just haven't released any of it. So sure. I was gonna, I was gonna start doing stuff, podcast wise, to to educate smaller breakers, like things. Just here's what here's the things that you guys should really do, and and here's like here's kind of like this format that I stuck to, and it worked. And you know, I, I've seen it all. I've seen the breakers come and go. I've seen the breakers who came from nothing. I've seen like what works. And so, uh, I was really going to try, try doing stuff like, like that kind of stuff, but I felt like I could just go live. You know, I was like, why, yeah. why record, why record a podcast and then take the time to edit it and then send it out. I could just pop on the live and go, you know, Hey, you I, know, I th no, I think there's a, a, a place for it though. I mean, if you're talking about like what you're saying, like maybe, make a schedule of specific things to talk about and then just yeah. build off of that. You know what I mean? If that's what you want to do for education purposes, I'll, I'll, uh, I'd interviewed Steve from uh one-on-one card shop um, last season. That might be a good one for you to maybe take a listen on. Cause he talks about all that stuff, distribution, how to get distribution and yeah, just everything. You know, if you have time, that might be a good one to listen to or read. He's pretty open to, you can reach out to him and talk. I don't yeah. know if you have a relationship have you ever spoke to him? I don't. Are they in SoCal? I can't no, remember. he's in Ohio. Oh, Ohio. No, I've never. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever. I follow them. Um, I don't. I don't think I've ever dealt with them or met them at all. So, yeah. Are you going to national this year? Yeah, we'll be there. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, I I got to get flights and like everyone's telling me that hotels are getting swallowed up. So I I gotta. I just we're going to New York in two weeks. So I was like so worried about this trip, and now everyone's like, "You don't have your hotel or flights for national yet. You better, you better get them now." I'm like, "Yeah, I got, I got to get on that." So, okay, yeah, let me know. I'll, uh, I, I'm having a knee replacement in two weeks, but yeah. I think by the end of July I should be all right. Um, so if I'm good to go, I'll, I'll be there floating around. I don't, I'm not big on the card show, so I'll be there like a day or two. I'm just looking for like a Jordan rookie, and then yeah, I'll be out of there I know so. I. <laughs> 
it's all these other people they walk around with their cameras and like i we're like so low-key i don't even i really even wear my merch i'll just walk because i just want to just meet people make some deals i you know it's not that i don't want to be bothered or like hang out with people I, i love that aspect i i love like the relationships that i've built with people in the hobby and just being able to go to a place and like hey man like put a put a face to their instagram name so right um but yeah i just we kind of keep it low key because we're, we're really there to like you know we we like the oddity stuff and and baseball stuff so we, we're like really really hit to find like find good cards and good deals you know yeah for sure you might so. you might probably get more better deals too if you're not wearing a daddy rips hat <laughs> <laughs> probably probably so I think you got money to burn. So, well, yeah, man. I, again, I appreciate you coming on. You get, yeah, thank you. Come, come back, fun. come back, come back anytime. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's uh, let's schedule something to be to be fun. So, yeah. Um, have a good night, and I'll, yeah. I'll let you know when uh, I publish this uh, the recording. I'll send you the link. So, appreciate. Okay, it. perfect. Yeah, yeah, man. Have you, a good man. one. Later. You too. Thanks for listening to the Break of Wax podcast. Please, if you enjoyed it, share it. Um, send the link out. Put it on your story. I welcome all feedback and comments. Send me a message. Let me know what you're thinking about, what you want to talk about. And if you want to be a guest on the show, I answer all my DMs. I think it's weird when people don't. That's another story for another day. Again, thank you for listening. I appreciate the support and all the love. Peace. Peace.